Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad, and from his undisclosed location far, far away, we have Father Alex Scott. Father Alex, thanks for coming on the podcast. Always a pleasure to be here with you, Father Conrad. Well, we have a great topic today. This was given to us from the Peterson family, and they sent in a really nice little note and they asked that you know their sons were big altar servers and they wanted us to do a podcast on altar server mistakes oh man now, too you, easy I know. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you 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 were a, a a coordinator of altar servers in the seminary and then i of course was a coordinator of altar servers and then i was for two years in the diocese here the master of ceremonies and then master of ceremonies for the archbishop so like it's uh we've we've seen our fair share of of altar server mistakes and we've caused our fair share of altar server mistakes. So <laughs> Absolutely. maybe maybe let's start with that. Let's start with our own mistakes first. Um, yeah. What is one of the one of the wor- worst things you've done? So I mean, there's so many things that I like. It, all these all these images rush to my mind from everything from like people serving for their first time as you know third, fourth, fifth graders to seminarians who are about to be made deacons who you know <laughs> can't quite keep things straight um i so i have a lot of mistakes from altar serving in my days because i would get so nervous i just remember being especially ironically especially when i became an adult and i was in seminary just so nervous about doing everything right um so i would you know be at a step or not be in the right place at the right time or just you know move too slow or too fast or whatever the most notable, noticeable mistake I ever remember making, and this is such a classic, this is like the classic ultimate mistake, um, was with the bells. And it wasn't a total forgetting of the bells, it just was, and you wonder how this is even possible, but at the elevation, at the, this was at the seminary, we rang the bells three times, always, we rang both for three times for both elevations, as they do at basically every parish that uses bells in the country. And for some reason, I just got in my head that we only rang it once, and so I rang it I rang it just one like really long time and it's one of those things where as soon as you do it you're like the entire church thinks I'm a total idiot and I just remember being <laughs> like how could I have just done that and then of course the the second time for the elevation of the chalice I rang it three times and I was just like everybody is looking at me you know nobody's looking at the mass. <laughs> that's true my 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 biggest mistake came like right after mass so thankfully it wasn't um like visible by everyone but I genuflect, I was holding the incense and I was walking back to the sacristy and I, like at the church, my home parish, you had to pass kind of through the sanctuary to get back to the sacristy because the door was usually locked, the other door that you would go through. And so I got up the steps and I genuflected right in front of the altar and the thurible hit the ground and all the hot coals went everywhere onto this carpet. And like, I just panicked and I thought, Oh my gosh, I have to get those off the carpet because they're going to burn. <laughs> and so I ran into the I but I knew I couldn't I couldn't pick them up with my hands. So I ran into the sacristy and I thought paper towel. I'll grab them with a paper towel. So I came back with a paper towel and like lifted them off the ground with a paper towel. But then of course I realized like the paper towel's going to catch fire, you idiot. <laughs> and so I I had to like I don't remember how I did it. I think I threw them back in the thurible and like ran back into the sacristy and like threw everything in the sink and but it was um yeah there was a little scorch mark in the carpet uh after that after that incident so definitely um, classic what do you think i'm I'm, i was trying to think of what one of the crazier 
things I've witnessed that I didn't do, but that I saw. I mean, one, so was, go ahead. No, you, you can go first. I was going to say, like, the one that, it's like the holy grail of altar server fiascos. And if you ever get to see this, probably in a seminary or something else like that, where they, they go over the top sometimes. Um, if you ever see a thurible go from smoking to being on fire, the coals just being on open fire. That's awesome. And then everyone in the sanctuary trying to figure out how you put out this flaming ball of fire. That happened to us <laughs> at least a couple of times. And I don't want to give anybody ideas. It's not that hard to do. Just make sure you get enough coals in that thing and swing it around fast enough. But don't do it. Don't, if, don't copy this at home. But um, once that thing gets going, it's very, very hard to extinguish because you can't, yeah. you can't pour water in there because it'll, you know, I mean, you, you, you can as an emergency, but it'll, it'll really mess up all the, you know, everything, the, the, the area for the, for the smoke to be able to burn. So, so how do you get the fire out? And I think we determined that the best way is just to dump as much incense on it as possible, and that will drown the fire out. But I don't know if that'll actually work. But, oh, when you see that, yeah, it's well, like that's, a spectacle. I, I, I remember seeing that, and it was amazing. Like, they, the, yeah. the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the thurifer, like, opened up the thurible, and, and there were, like, fire. tongues of fire. Yeah. yeah. And then, so then the, the celebrant, like, put some incense on, and that just ignited instead of smoked. <laughs> and, and it was just, like, this ball of fire, and it sm- scorched the vestments of the thoroughfare. And finally, the way we got it out, the one time I saw it, was they just dumped the entire the entire boat full of incense yeah. on top of it. I don't know how else you do it. I mean, short of pouring yeah. water on it, which is going to have an adverse effect on your thurible, which is not an inexpensive thing that you got in your sacristy. I mean, it's... Uh, uh, it was. It's the whole. It's the holy grail. But don't do it on purpose. It's against. It's against the rules. I don't want to give any bad ideas to, to, the, to the Peterson boys. <laughs> the um the my favorite one, and we we mentioned this before the show when we were when we were talking. My favorite one was it was our third year in Rome, and um I was in charge of making sure everyone knew what they were doing when they were serving. And I remember seeing two guys come out to wash the hands, and instead of like one, normally we only had one guy hold the bowl we had one guy hold the bowl in the water and the other guy no no just one guy came out to wash the hands yep. and he had the towel yep, yep. on his arm but there were two guys who came out and they each had a crew of water and they both <laughs> remember this. they both pour yeah they both poured at the same time and i remember going back into the sacristy afterwards and one of the priests said have you ever seen it like that what was going through your ever mind in, ever at any parish have you seen two altar servers two, simultaneously two people pour pouring water? the water simultaneously <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was we. Uh, oh my gosh, we could tell stories all day. I mean, just like normal ones in the parish, you know. I've seen altar servers walk every which way and and f- forget every you know every every cue in the book. And most of the time, it's because they're nervous. And I just I feel mm. so bad for them. You know, it's like it, there's nothing to be nervous about. We want you to to succeed. And priests are are, in my opinion, you know, very forgiving. We just we 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 like to 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 ask the servers to be great. But I mean. I've had bells, of course, rung at the wrong time. Although I will say, when you get when you get that young server who rings the bells at the right time, it it really brings a lot of joy to your heart. Like it always makes me smile <laughs> on the altar when the bells come in just right, um, especially if it's like a like an offset. You know, if you use Eucharistic prayer one or four, so they have to wait a little bit before the uh, before the, the yeah yeah the, the hands go over the chalice. Um, no, the, the, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could expound on that forever. Remember that? I mean, we had one time where, and this was not an altar server mistake, but we had the chalice fall apart in the middle of yeah, the Yeah, that mass. was crazy. Was, like, during the that elevation, was crazy. The, the broke, it broke, and they had to, obviously, they, they preserved, 
the precious blood. I don't think very much spilled, but they had to go into their kind of crisis mode to make sure everything was back online. That was wild. That was like the the child did did burst asunder as yeah. um, one like, of our Whoa. seminarians said. It was, that was crazy. Well, okay. So the reason, I mean, besides telling awesome stories, uh, and we and can encouraging keep going, kids the, who have made mistakes to know that it's not the only time that it's happened, and just to keep keep exactly. getting better, keep working. But I think I think it's important for us to un, to like unpack like why is it in, why why do we pay attention to these details like why is it important that the mass goes smoothly like why why is it a big deal for altar servers to really enjoy and 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 study and like do well at what they're doing why isn't yeah. this just some any other activity no that's a great question i mean that's a great question i think sometimes um you know people look at it and they say well the priest can do all that stuff by himself and on some level, that's true. I mean, if you've ever seen like a like just a daily mass with no servers, which is not that uncommon um, in a parish, you know you can you can put all the things up by the altar. You can have the book on the altar. You can have the credence table right there, um, and then you know the bells. Just there are no bells. So you you look at it, and someone could say, well, if all, if what we're worried about is making sure that you know the bread and the wine change into the body and blood of Christ, and the priest does their prayers right, which is, I mean, to be fair. The, the main thing of the Mass, right? The, the idea that it is this, this mm-hmm. prayer that is, that is recreating the sacrifice of Christ. Um, then you, could, you might be able to say, well, the altar servers, you know, especially, especially if they're not like 100% uh, on all the time, they're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not valuable, or they're not useful, they're not necessary for the Mass. Um, so I think that's, that's, that's the way some people would go about it. Um, but I think there is something really wonderful about having... That um, that kind of elevated attention and ceremony that the altar servers bring. Yeah, there's there's a certain beauty and a solemnity that that comes with good servers, and and they they bring us, you know, bring the faithful up onto the altar in a lot of ways. Absolutely. That like the the faithful want to, you know, the the point of the mass is to have all of us be brought into the mystical body of Christ, and and yeah. that mystical body is more than just the head. You know, it's the head and the members, and yeah. And 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 it beauty beauty is really important, and ceremony is really important. And you've seen like a silent drill team in the military yeah. uh, go to go to work. You know, it's something amazing when everyone is moving it is. in concert, in in order. You know, it's something it, they become more than just the sum of their parts. Absolutely, and it becomes something beautiful. A talented altar server crew. Absolutely, they, they absolutely. exactly. They, I mean, it, it it takes it to a next level. No matter. You know the priest has to be be solemn and doing his part well, but if there's a good altar server crew, it's it's awesome. Yeah, and the the other thing, I mean, attention to detail. My my standard line about this is like, you know, when the queen has a state dinner, they measure how far the fork and the knife are apart, and I think it's it it seems like that's totally unnecessary. But yeah. <laughs> the reason they do it is because you know you notice it if one thing is askew, yeah. but if you if if everything's perfect, like everything is where it's supposed to be in ordered right, you don't notice uh, you don't notice it at all. You yeah. just notice the beauty Absolutely. and the splendor of the table. And Absolutely. it's the same thing with with mass. You know, if everything's running well, you don't notice it. You notice Christ. You know, you're you're caught up in the beauty. But yeah. it, when things start going crazy, that's when uh, that's when you start to notice things, and it takes you out of your ability to to enter into to the mass of Jesus. Absolutely, and I will say this to to all altar servers out there, all those who serve at the altar, no matter you know if they're kids, if they're adults, if you serve really excellently, 
to the point that the priest doesn't have to think about you at all. And I, that sounds like an insult, but I don't mean it as that at all. Or the priest can just trust that everything is going to happen like it's supposed to. It, it's not just, you know, it's not just looking at it from afar that it's more beautiful. It's also we're up there and we are able to fully focus on saying those prayers yeah. and, and being with, you know, being with Christ and, and, for, and as Christ for the people in that moment, bringing down that sacrifice. And it's like, it's an awesome thing when you can just be focused in and have all of this beauty going on around you. Um, you know, I also think when I think about just the idea of, of, of trying to, 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 to be strictly accurate and try to be like really on top of things, Again, like I said, most priests, and I think that you and I are both in this category, if, if altar servers are, are giving a good effort and they have a really good heart, and if they make a couple of mistakes, you, you might talk to them after Mass, but I just mostly appreciate that they want to be there and want yeah. to be giving respect to Jesus. Um, but I, also, I always think of like military uniforms, too, this idea that you, you measure every part of the uniform down to the 16th of an inch, because when you wear those uniforms, it means you're going to some place that's that's important and that you want to show respect to. And I think that even if, even if, you know, things that people might not even see, your, your, your kind of your, your posture when you're kneeling or when you're praying or things like that, you want to show all the respect you can to that moment because there's nothing greater in the world than the mass. So when we are there, we want to be focused in. And, and if the, sol- if the uh, sorry, soldiers, if the uh, altar servers can give us that kind of um, focus, then I, you know, I, I would take 100 servers like that, even if they're new and still learning, than, you know, a couple of servers who are, who are not paying very close attention, even if they're really capable. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Well, we'll have to leave it there. I'm sure our um, uh, listeners have plenty of examples of yes, indeed. You crazy can send them altar in. server <laughs> mistakes that, that they've done. I mean, we've all been there. So if they want to, you can you can tweet at us at Catholic Bites. Um, yep. uh, at Catholic Bites. Yeah, at Catholic Bites. That's what it is on Twitter. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you want to listen to more great Catholic uh, talks, you can find us at uh, catholicbitespodcast.org or you can find us on uh, iTunes. Just look for Catholic Bites. Thank you, Father Alec. Thank you to the Pearson family for Absolutely. sending Thanks us for this listening. question. Yeah, thank you so much, and uh, God bless you all. Okay.